Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time for Come and Talk It with your host, Michael Cargill, brought to you by Texas Law Shield. Over the last decade, Michael has championed and supported the rights of law-abiding Texans to own and use firearms. He is the owner of Central Texas Gunworks, a veteran of the United States Army, and has achieved national exposure in such prestigious media outlets such as Forbes Magazine, Fox Business News, CNN Money, AOL, BBC World News, Huffington Post, and the New York Times. Cargill vigorously defends lawful gun ownership in this country without regard to party politics. And now, here's Michael Cargill. Good day, Austin, Texas, live music capital of the world. Let's praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. I tell you, today I'm excited. I'm, I'm motivated. I've been uh, just energized by what happened in San Antonio by the Texas uh, Republican Party. I'm telling you people today, it was an awesome event. You know, there are good stuff. There's some a little bad stuff, but mostly good stuff that took place. Uh, there is some history that was made and we were able to get some things done that we th didn't think were possible, but we made it happen this year. And so we're going to tell you about that today. We're also going to tell you about some other stuff as well. But, you know, I, I had to have Max stay over a little bit. We, we, we needed Max to stay because, you know, Max from the previous hour mentioned Ted Cruz. And, you know, just like the snowflakes, the Democrats, I was a little triggered, you know, and I said, you know what? I can't let Max go because he mentioned Ted Cruz, my junior senator from the state of Texas. You know, and you just can't talk about Ted Cruz and just walk away like that. We got to make you stay. You know, I'm here, man. I'm here for you, Michael. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. We you, have to make you, make you stay a little bit. So, you know, I, what is your beef with Ted Cruz? Well, I got a better. I'm going to turn it around. Why do you like him so much? Look, you know, Max, Ted Cruz, he's, he's, an, he's a great senator. He, he stands up okay. for the Second Amendment. He stands up for oh, all of our okay. constitutional rights. Does and he? he believes what he says. He is a defender and a fighter for okay, what is well, right that, in this country and also in the state of Texas. Well, How can you not love Ted well, Cruz? Well, uh, for those that haven't got uh, radio with uh, video on it yet, uh, Michael's getting all worked up. So let me just, uh, let me, he's, he actually, he's getting all excited uh, which is uh, quite a sight to see, actually. So let me just, uh, I think what offended Michael, not offended him, but got his interest, was I said that um, uh, Ted Cruz uh, can't even stand up for his own family, so how can he stand up uh, for us? So let me just explain that, Michael. That's what you wanted to know, right? Was oh, yeah. That, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I need you to explain this to me. Explain to me like I'm a I'm a nine-year-old. I'm a ten-year-old, you know. No, explain. no, no. I've got a better idea. Go for it. I'll explain it to you like you're Donald Trump. Okay? Oh, okay. see? Okay. Oh, close the door. Lock the door. <laughs> this is not going to end well. No, no, it's no. It's not no. going to end well no, no, at all. No, no, no. Listen, I wait, make wait, him out and then Felicia. we can lock the door. <laughs> get, give it, get him, Felicia. Don't make me sick, Well, we can kick Felicia. him out and then lock the door, right? Okay. 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 We'll do that. It's a little crowded in here. So go ahead. Tell us. It's a little crowded. At least I got my coffee. I got my Starbucks here, which is great. Okay. So, um... No, my point is very simple. So Ted Cruz, uh, did, what did Donald Trump say about Ted Cruz? 
you must know, there's a lot of people in this room. What did Donald Trump say about Ted Cruz? He said uh, early on during the... I'm just going to move the mic. He said early on during the... Um, uh, during the presidential uh, campaign, before Trump was actually chosen, he said that Ted Cruz's uh, wife, do you remember this? Okay. Ted Cruz's wife was really, uh, you want me to move? Okay, I'm moving. Sorry, we're doing things on the fly. We're yeah, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna tell us what about Ted Cruz's oh, wife, you know, as if my as, as, as if Ted Cruz had a problem with you know how his wife was treated. But go ahead, you're gonna well, educate. He did, us. he did. Pass me my coffee though, man. I need my coffee. Okay, okay. thank you. All right, so so you can tell we're work, we're professionals here today. This is the <laughs> this is the high point of radio. Uh, so Ted Cruz, uh, let me just recap. So Donald Trump said about Ted Cruz's wife that she was uh, very ugly. Tweeted a picture of her being uh, not the well, how should we say? Let me just be gentle here. Not photogenic. I think that's fair. And uh, what did Ted Cruz do after that? Do you remember, Michael? He, I could, I'll answer. It's a rhetorical question. You don't have to go back to typing. <laughs> he, uh, he took his. What could you imagine? If someone, I'm going to ask. There's like 25 people in the studio now. But let me just explain this. If someone insulted a member of your your wife, your mother of your children and said that she was ugly, would you then take that woman or drag that woman to have dinner with that guy that insulted your wife? No, that's exactly what Ted Cruz did. Ted Cruz took his wife to the White House for dinner last year, keeping in mind that Ted Cruz's wife, I have never met her, I'm sure she's a nice person, had been insulted by Donald Trump. So just on a human level, this is not politics, kids. This is not politics. This is a human level. Can now, I ask you a question? Sure, go ahead. Sure. Just real quick. Um, yeah. Doesn't that prove that Ted Cruz is kind of admirable in that he can put business, set aside uh, no. personal and business because we do that every day in the world. That's oh, yeah, the reality he, of the world. We have to set aside personal and business. If, if I got offended every day at, at the workplace, I, I, I no, don't know what me, I would do. Let me explain, right? So I use the C word a lot. Not that C word, Michael. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> the word compromise, okay? Sure. So there's a, but this is not about that. He could have compromised his political beliefs without dragging his wife to the White House. So that's the first thing. Guess what else Donald Trump did, remember? This is Donald Trump's mode of speaking. I don't know, maybe a lot of people say, that's his get out of jail, right? So he tweeted a picture of, of Ted Cruz's dad and implied that Ted Cruz's father had been involved, I may be in some way, I'm not sure, that's his way of speaking, in the assassination of JFK. What did Ted Cruz then do after that? Ted Cruz then decided to write a puff piece in Time magazine, this is only a few months ago, saying how wonderful Donald Trump is and he supports everything. So again, my argument's very simple. My point's very simple. If Ted Cruz cannot stand up for his own family, how can he stand up for you? He doesn't. I, I really disagree with your point. I think he's a... Go ahead. Get him, Felicia. I just don't understand Get why we're Felicia. talking... I just don't understand why we're talking about Trump right now when you... Where you're you're only here because you were talking about Ted Cruz. If your only complaint right now is that you think Ted Cruz is not strong enough to stand up for his family because he's not yelling and being disrespectful to his boss, POTUS, the president of the United States of America, Donald J. Trump, 
He's not Preach. standing up for Preach. his wife and his dad. They're adults. They can take care of themselves. Let's put the BS behind us, be adults, and get stuff passed through Congress. This is an asinine conversation. So do you really think that it's asinine if I insulted you? If I took, if would you expect Michael then to invite me on your program? I, you why, can well, insult me all you no, want. That looks saying, bad on you, not why, me. They, and I would still fine. be so here saying, every day at four o'clock. So you're saying Donald Trump was bad to say that? Yeah, you just, so you're I don't was, agree that Donald Trump should have opened his fat mouth and said that. No, don't, not at all. Okay. But we're here talking about Ted Cruz. Right. So that's could, the conversation, so, and all you're minute. doing is complaining no, no, about Donald I'm not, Trump. I'm not though. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying. I'll say it again in plain English. Okay, that Ted Cruz can't stand up for his own family to his boss. No, wait a minute. It's not his boss. He's not elected by Donald Trump. He's president no, of the United States. They have elect, to work together. He is not elected by Donald Trump. If he chooses to stand up and say, and uh, how many times have you seen, by the way, in the Change White House, subject. in the White House, I'm making a point, people in the White House saying Churchill was a great leader. Now, there's even a bust. Every time you see Donald Trump, Donald Trump bought the Churchill bust back mm -hmm. into the White House because they mm -hmm. criticized Obama for getting rid of it, mm -hmm. right? What, did, what was Churchill's modus operandi? What did he do? In the 30s, no one wanted him. Even his own party didn't want him. The members of his own um, political mainstream party didn't want him. They didn't believe anything he did, but he stuck to his guns. That's what courage is. Ted Cruz can't even stand up for his own wife. Why even, why even make the point of taking her to the White House? He could have gone by himself. Why take his wife? Why, when the man insults your father by implying that he was actually involved in the white in the assassination of why would you even do that why are you assuming you almost make it sound like he dragged her would Maybe you have gone she, you know what 100%. i would have because i really don't give a damn what donald trump says about me you don't no if so if, take, if donald if trump says you I were ugly or fat you wouldn't care no because i know i'm not no you no but i'm just <laughs> making the but his wife isn't but, ugly either but he still she still so, said it and so what this is all about being overly sensitive in this world you know what maybe she really wanted to go overly sensitive have you seen our president he can't even take crit. I mean, he can't even take criticism okay, from, so, from anybody. Uh, okay, hold on. So we, we need to slow down a little bit because, you, you know, I'm not going to let you bash my president. I'm not bashing your president. <laughs> okay, because that's our president of the United States. I, I never so, bash. So, I don't so, like bashing any president. Did you okay? bash Obama? No, I never. Okay, I didn't bash him either. I, by the way, on a human level. Yeah, I, I'm. And we need to be. We need to be consistent, you know, in all the stuff that we do. You know, I don't think we're being consistent. I'm, uh, you asked me what I why I was about like my point on Ted Cruz. And my right. point on Ted Cruz is if he can't stand up for his own family, okay. if he can't say that, that uh, attacking my wife is wrong, if he can't say that accusing my dad of possibly maybe being involved in the assassination of JFK, then why on earth do you think he's going to stand up for you and me? That's my only point. That's it. There's nothing else. That's it. Can There's you just point to a, a recent experience in Congress where he's not stood up for you and I? Actually, I've got to go on for you. You tell me where he has. He didn't vote for the omnibus budget package. Cornyn did. Ted Cruz didn't. Uh, I, I'll, here's what I'll say to that, to answer your question regarding Ted Cruz. Mm -hmm. I think it proves a lot about the man. He wasn't elected by his family. They probably voted for him. He was elected by the people. A, a large mass of people elected him and want him to do a job. If every and I know a lot of politicians, my business is right by all of them. I talk to a lot of them. Um, I follow politics. 
Every single politician gets their family dragged in the mud. If they were to stop and take their eye off the ball every time a family member had something said about them and not focus on, on the task at hand, they would never that's get actually anything not, done. That's actually not true. That's most, tr- absolutely Most people true. don't drag other members of people's oh family through the mud. If they don't drag them, they well, drag... Donald they, Trump does. Donald Trump criticizes no. people's. Uh, this is happening. No, Donald Trump. Oh, he only responds when he's That's attacked. Right. He does. When he's attacked, right. he responds. He just and I do the same thing. That's why I actually, you know, the more people attack him, the more I actually start to like him. Because I, I never voted for Donald Trump in the first place. I actually, uh, doing when he was running for election, I actually vote. You know, I actually, you know, talked against him. You know, I actually supported other candidates in that race. But the thing is. The more people talk about him, the more they put him down because he is a regular person. And he he is actually he's, saying, you know, he's what, a regular person. He is a regular person. I, he's a businessman wow. that's saying what he what he thinks. Absolutely and I don't not. have a problem with that. Absolutely not. Let me just say one thing. There's like 100 people in the studio now. Do you think it was <laughs> wrong? Do you think it was wrong of Donald Trump to imply that Ted Cruz's wife was ugly? I Seriously. think that he needed to stay professional. Oh my God! Can you just answer personal. yes or no? Did Donald Trump? I went- give you much time to speak. Can you yeah, be respectful ahead. in return? I am. I asked okay. a very simple question. So, Do you think Ted Cruz was was? I Don- think that Donald Trump should have stayed professional and not personal, just like Ted Cruz is doing by having his wife by his side when he went to the and White House. And what about when he insulted his dad? Was that wrong too? I'm not personally a fan of Rafael Cruz, but that's his dad. I know. I know his name. You haven't said it, so I was letting you know that I knew who Good. you were talking That's about. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I don't also think she likes a grown me for some no, she's just, Also she's a grown not, man spent time with him she's this week really. at Republican Party of Texas, and he is more than capable of taking up for himself. It is not Ted Cruz's job to hold everyone's hand. He is there to pass legislation and so he's doing what, a good job of it so far. Tell me what legislation he's passed. I'd like to know that he helped. My, my main point here, what's he... The whole reason why I do my program is Republic. I'm an independent. Repu- I know you may not believe me. You just got to take my word for it. Mm-hmm. Republican or Democrat, what has anybody done recently for the average working Americans? And by the way, when I say average working American, I'm talking four-fifths of the population, not, not the top 20%. I'm talking everybody below that, right? They are actually worse off under Trump than they were oh, before. Fake That's news. actually hashtag not fake news. True. Hashtag fake That's news. actually not oh true because God. I'm going to be the lower portion. And after the um, tax cuts and jobs bill that was passed, I not only got a 10% raise, I also got a $1,000 bonus as many other of my fellow young Republicans across the country mm-hmm. did because their employees were saving money and they passed those savings on to yeah, their I'm employees. Not gonna make the, I'm not going to so, argue with that because I'm not arguing your specific point. I'm talking about the average people. Average people. And I'm, I'm just about as average as you can get. I'm a 27-year-old millennial who makes mic over here. less than 40K a year. Come on. Okay. All right, so we come back from the break. Uh, we're talking with our, our friend from now. the UK. We're not going to kick you out yet. We're going to make you stay because uh, we're going to put you in your place a little bit because you're definitely wrong. Place. Yeah, you're definitely wrong. You're talking about my president. You're I'm wrong. Not. You're talking so about my two senators from the great state of Texas. I didn't mention this second guy. This is Texas, guy. the Lone Star State. Hey, I'm a, not, I'm a Texan. Uh, you're temporarily a Texan. But I'm gonna, a real Texan. We're going to draw that little accent on out of you and we're going to put you in your place. This is Michael Cargill. I was going in Point Blank, you Texas. are listening to Come and Talk It. This is Coley on Noir, and you're listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill.
listen to Talk 1370 anytime, anywhere with the all-new Radio.com app. Check your phone's app store or visit Talk1370.com slash app. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're back and we're going to talk today about the Texas Republican Party convention that took place in San Antonio. Uh, you know, and I'm actually motivated. I'm, you know, energized because, you know, I actually think that we're actually going to keep Texas red. There's no way in the world we're going to allow those Democrats to take this state. You know, but, you know. There's some people that are they're optimists. They they're hoping, they're praying, you know, that you know things are gonna be a little different. But don't worry, it's not gonna be different, it's not gonna change. We're gonna make sure Texas stays red. And we're gonna make sure we're not gonna get those red state laws or red pill laws or red whatever you want to call them, those laws, uh, that say that, you know what? If we think, suspect, smell that someone in your family has an issue, we're just gonna take their guns away. You know, and I, I don't. Red pill, Michael. I'm worried. Are we in the called, Matrix it's called, now? It's called, what's it called? We, it's called red what? It's no. red something laws. Red I don't even pill. Know it, I can't flag. Red flag, flag logs. Yes. So the, the red, red flag laws. Okay, but not the red pill. Not I'm, the red pill. I feel like I'm in the Matrix already. Hey, just you, so you know, I feel you, like I'm in an alternative uh, universe. In right this now. room, you're definitely sitting in the Matrix. I, I, yeah, definitely in the Matrix right now. Look. So, so red red flag logs. What do you think about those red flag laws? I don't know what it is. They are the laws that you know. If someone in your family or let's say a law enforcement officer thinks that, you know what, you're acting kind of weird. We're going to take your gun rights away. You know, I, I think oh, a I lot of it. people have a lot of control right now. Police officers, we give a lot of power to our law enforcement. And I love law enforcement. I love APD, Austin Police Department. They've done a great job, especially dealing with the um, the bombing and things of that nature. But when it comes to this, this kind of worries me. You know, if in the state of Texas, if we give this type of power to to people to just without proper due process, I think that's a problem. Talking about taking your gun rights away for a year. Actually, just to be very, very clear, because I know most of well, the, let's be crystal clear. Most of the people in this room think I'm a communistic nut job. I'm not. Okay, and, and you are. I but that's live. Okay. I, I. But I'm a nice guy, Michael. Right? You are. I. I, I You're a nice communist. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I'm not. I'm independent. We'll but feed you. I, I live. I live in Texas. <laughs> right. I live in Texas. I married a Texan. Not only did I marry a Texan, I married a Texan whose family has been here since 1831. Well, if she's listening, she doesn't need to give you any tonight. She's been here since 1831. No, she hasn't. Excuse me, I got that wrong. He, I'm sorry, sweetheart. Uh, he's been, uh, the, the family, my wife's family has been here since 1831. Lock it up. Don't give me any tonight. And, and not only that, they sold a lot of the land where UT is, right? So we have a lot of land grants from Sam Houston and Stephen F. Austin, the whole thing, right? Whatever okay. it is. So old Austin. So I recognize that living in Texas, people who carry guns. I'm not saying you shouldn't carry a gun. You don't think it's right, though? You think it's wrong to, if someone's acting weird that the police shouldn't question? What is weird? Well, I think yeah, well, a psychological your... test, maybe. What is um, weird? You have a definition. By who? Okay, making threats against a school. If you make a threat, yes, then obviously yes. Okay, weird, so, what so is you, weird? there is a there is Where's a threshold. So there, so the, my point being, you and I can agree. There is a that we don't know what the definition is yet, but we know it's between possibly maybe some perhaps acting weird, whatever that is. What is acting weird? Yeah. Right, or definitely a hundred percent. If someone makes a threat against a school, they should probably not have a gun. Right. I mean, I think we. I mean, I somewhere in the middle, there's a compromise. The c word. I don't know what it is, 
But I don't think to say— The problem is we don't trust that system. We don't trust, you know, once you get on that list, how do you get off that list? Because there's there are a bunch of lists hey, you can get on. There's a sex there offenders list. That you, can, you can get on where you can't buy a gun, and there's no way you can get off that list, and there's we have a problem with that. There's a sex offenders list, right? I mean, you're not allowed to go within a certain—I don't know what it is in Texas, so many hundred feet of a school. Do you think that's wrong? Oh, it's absolutely wrong. Here's why. Okay, what if I—I well, I was in college, and when I was in college, I got into a fight with my roommate— and since we got into that fight, one I of mean, us a physical was, fight. You yes. okay. and one of us was charged with domestic violence because that's domestic violence. You get into a fight with your roommate. Okay. Then that means that you will not be able to buy a gun forever. So is so you if, lose your gun rights. So if again, I I, I don't I, I don't look at everything as black and white. There's shades of gray. Exactly. Right? That that's the problem that's with all these I'm different laws. See, I told you I'm an independent. I to, see, I'm agreeing with you on certain things, man. I'm not. Well, that's I, why we can't blindly go into this stuff and I say, agree. you know what? Let's pass this without even thinking about it because you're going to change people's lives. No, you and have the a people debate. that this is going to affect is going to be those people that are you on, have on the bottom portion of the totem pole. You have a debate. You have a sensible debate to understand. What the what the consequences might be, and from that you make a rational choice. That's how it works. It's simple. And then who decides? That's what the laws are for. That's what the judges are for, right? That's how it works. We aren't we a nation of laws, right? I mean, that's how. Who decides the speed limit? Someone decides. Someone decides the. No, the way it works is if you uh, actually you have money. He's the most uh, sensible guy. And in you the just room, by you the way. just said like that him. your I like, wife. I like thank you, him. man. And you just Appreciate said you, you said your wife was a trust fund baby. So I didn't say <laughs> that. I did not say that. Translation. That's what I heard. <laughs> He may not have used those words, but that's I what I heard. I did not say she was the trust fund baby. I said they're old Austin. Meanwhile, yeah. back at the ranch, back at the ranch, she's a trust fund baby. Well, whatever. And so, you know, and what happens is you have money, you can afford an attorney. Not everyone can afford an attorney to fight those cases. I agree. It's tough. And, uh, you know, it's... It, my, yes. So sad, too bad if you're poor. My, I agree. I, again, but if they're meant... You've got to, it's got to so be you're checked. admitting right now that these laws are going to I affect the people that are poor. I didn't say that. You said that. I'm saying that if you, if there's a rule... Sir, there's are you law. not a gentleman from the UK? Can you not admit when you're wrong? I can admit when I'm wrong. Well, then but you haven't on. proven your point. All you're saying is that poorer people will be like more likely sir, to be Sir, we need affected. to call Ed Balls Stop right now. Stop calling me sir. <laughs> I'm not... <laughs> I am... I am... You could call me Sir Max if you want. That's fine. Okay? Sir Max, we, you need to agree that, you know, there's a problem with... You know, coming up with these laws. And, I don't see any problem with the coming people that up are with going to be laws. affected by this stuff. Are the people that are on the there's, lower there's, portion of the you scale. Have to, you have to have a driver's license. You have to have, make sure you have car insurance. There are laws there for a reason. I don't know in this case what it is because nothing's being proposed yet. Right? Does, it, does it make it right that you have to have a driver's license? Does it make it right that you have to have you have to pay taxes? Of course. Why does it make it you right? Do, you don't think that's right? I think there's a problem with a lot of that stuff. Forever? You know, I the, should pay taxes on my house forever? You know, the Sex, forever. Pist the sex Pistols forever. had an album called Anarchy in forever. the UK. Do you want Anarchy in the I US? I should pay taxes on my house forever. Of course. You pay, so, you when I'm, so when I'm 80 years old, because Actually, the, that's the, not men, true in the Texas. men in my family lived until they're 80, 90. Uh, matter of fact, the oldest person lived to their 106 years old. You, you know, a good DNA. Thank you, because I'm almost 50. Yeah, good looking way. guy. Yeah, black don't crack. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> so... You know, when I I get to that age, you're telling me that I'm going to have to pay taxes forever. I see that's not true in, in Austin. If you went, and someone I'm sure could call and tell you, but Felicia. if you actually, 
if you actually um, own your you home, mean, okay. and then and then at the age of sixty five, I stop paying taxes. No, they fix it though. It's I it don't stays think where it is. That's stays actually not true. I work in property taxes. So the tell over, me, over sixty five exemption only affects your ISD taxes, which is the largest taxing right. entity on your taxes, but you still pay taxes on every other entity, and there's no cap on it at all. Right. But so the, you're gonna the, learn today. I told you. But the biggest thing, the biggest thing though, is uh, so I was partially right. Okay. No. Yes, no. I was partially right. The no. taxes, the part of your taxes don't increase. You just said that. Your ISD tax right. increase. Everything else right. increases but, so, as well as your right. appraisal. Okay, but I was, I, the appraisal that I get, but I was partially right. So, I, as I said, I didn't know exactly. I just, I think to remember, because I heard myself say it, that I'm not 100% sure. But the bottom line is that um, you all have to pay for services. You all have to pay for roads. You all have to pay for whatever goes into the the society around us, that's what responsible societies do. Otherwise, you bet you might as well go live in Waco, right? I mean, it's just the, it's just the, it's just the way it is. That's how life is. You People from Waco, because I know you're listening, don't get him. Just yeah, eat, I'm eat joking, it. Waco. No, get him. We're in Westlake. You can meet him in the parking lot. <laughs> he's in the yellow sports car. I see. I'm not. <laughs> no, he's not in the yellow sports car I'm not today. in my yellow sports car today. So, so I guess the point being is that I, I understand when you live in Texas that people have guns. I've shot, just you know, I'm a good shot. I told you this before, off the, off the radio once. That's fine. You can I'm do actually the- a pretty good shot. I could probably do better than you. I doubt that very no, seriously. No, I think so. I oh, challenge it. We should fight in order. fighting words. I always give these these guys from the UK all oh my the time, God. and they get schooled every day. Oh, please. I'll tell you what. No, not with a handgun. I don't like handguns. But with a rifle, I'm pretty good. Max, you're pretty good. You're going to learn. You know how I know I'm pretty good? So a friend of mine, I won't give you his last name, but a friend of mine actually is a um, West Point top 10% colonel. And uh, he um, he owns uh, some property outside of Austin and he's taken me, his first name, I'll give you his first name, his first name is John, and he's taken me to shoot, mm-hmm. right? And the first thing he tells me is, it's not a gun, it's a weapon, right? So I get that sort of West Point attitude. And, okay. But... He was surprised that's, how, that's surprised mil- how that's, good I was. That's the military mind, right, mindset. Right. When you're in the military, it is a weapon. Yes, okay? I know. But when you're in the civilian world, it's a firearm. Hey, and, and guess what else? I'm actually pretty good with a shotgun, too. I oh, go, wow. do you know, you know when you do the clay pigeon thing is? Yeah, yeah. I can do two in one. Two nice. at the same size. Oh, oh my goodness. Wow. Yes, you know, chung chung. I can do tell. I've done it. I've mm-hmm. done it. I've surprised my Texas friends oh, by doing that. You should go get some tea after this. I'm more hey, listen. <laughs> I'm more than willing to bring you a cup of Earl Grey next time. Ah, how do you know I like tea or Earl Grey? Earl Grey is just the best, man. Captain Picard. I was, you know what? I was about to say that. Jean-Luc Picard. Because I got your, I have your business card. I got your, I have your card. I got you in my head. Okay, I know good. what you're thinking. Okay, what else? All right, Max. Are you, you know, kicking you know, me out now? Yeah, we're going to kick you out, all Max. Right. We, Fair we, enough. Man, I tell you, I appreciate you, you staying over, Max. You know, I just didn't so like you talking about my the, Ted Cruz. So we can talk that we can all agree that Ted Cruz has done nothing for Texas. Ted Cruz is the... Ted Cruz is my junior senator I know, from the state of Texas. You keep saying and my Ted as Cruz if he is doing him. a wonderful like, job for the state of Texas. You keep saying you keep saying my this, my People that. People can as- go and stand outside of his office and occupy his office all they want, but he's doing an all outstanding job as any people here in Texas. People occupy his office. He is the senator that is actually standing up for the Second Amendment, more so than John Cornyn. Okay, well, that's fine. I'm not arguing that point. I don't, don't disagree with that. I'm just making the point for the average Texan. He hasn't oh, done anything. I, yeah, it, yeah, so there's nothing you can possibly say to me that's going to make me ever turn, you. that will ever actually, turn me actually, against Ted Cruz actually, at actually, all. no. The question I always ask people like you is, it's not. don't ask me why I don't like him. You tell me what he's done. And your answer so far is one he thing. Def- he stops. One thing. He stops everything that they're trying to do, that the liberals are trying to do, uh, imposing gun control laws that's with what our I mean. Second Amendment. It's one thing. He stops that. 
He actually, he's working hard on doing what, what needs to be what done. That's what I mean. There you go. You can't even say it, man. I already you gave you an example that he say didn't it. vote for the omnibus budget package, and you just kind of did, I the, didn't, I didn't. did the hand thing I, and then I didn't. didn't say anything. I didn't. don't say that we're not saying anything. Well, then tell me what he's, okay, he voted against something. Tell me what he's done, what he's accomplished. Sometimes voting against something okay, is what we need okay, him to be doing. But now I'm giving you the chance. The fact, I'm giving you the floor. See, the What's problem he is, done? Th- th- this is nothing. It. He's done a lot. Okay. okay. Um, there's a room full of people. How many? One, two, three, four, five, there's six people. And not one of you earlier. six people can mm-hmm. tell me what he's done. Here's what he's done. You ready? I'm ready, Are man. I know. Stop seconds? reading it off the internet. Ready? Hold your breath. Get it off your phone. Hold it. Go ahead. Hold it. Don't need to look at my phone. I'm going to look directly in your eyes. I'm, I'm looking look right, right back at you. At you. We're going to go get a beer Defending afterwards. the Second Amendment. He's defending all that constitutional hey, shit. No talking. No talking. He's also made sure that, you know, the health care bill, that we need to do the right thing in this country and making sure that, you know, People can actually afford health care. I agree. You know, because right now people can't afford it. You're forcing people that cannot afford this to buy something, buy into something that's actually breaking them. The fact that we're, you know, we're having uh, the low. Um, See, you can't do it. <laughs> See, by the way, the, and not the, only the that, fact, the fact that our, you can't do it. And fact, let me tell you, one, fact, I'm sorry, man. The I, fact I, that our unemployment is so low. Oh, yes, that's is, all him. It's it's he is a part of that. And he's part you of that cannot system. tell me there's six people in this room. You just don't like what I'm saying. No, you just you don't like. You, you told just don't me like to hear the great you things told me he's what done. he's against. You haven't told me what he's accomplished. You, you're just for some reason you're just I don't know. You're just stuck on this. Do you like go home and just look at his picture and just no. like. Uh, no, I see. The only reason I, 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 I absolutely not. No, no, I, I you're, absolutely you're infatu- not. You're infatuated by him. Uh, I think uh, maybe I'm in love with him. Yeah. 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 Well, tell me, what, what have the independents <laughs> done? Independence. Exactly. Uh, seriously, Crickets. we don't have an independent party. That really? we sh- we should have one. Okay, so we should absolutely so have party, an independent. Because you said you're an independent of them. I, no, no, I vote. Okay. This, is gonna, this is going to this okay, is going to this is going to this is going to come. What are your Democrats done? We're talking about Texas. What are your Democrats done? Where? where? Um, <laughs> are you talking exactly. Texas or the nationwide? Democrats across the entire country. What have they done? Uh, I think they've done a lot. Nothing except well, okay. and except taking rights away from people that you keep saying that, that on the bottom portion you of the toilet bowl. Think about this. Uh, this is what I tell my friends: Republican or Democrat. Where was the stock market when Obama took over? Seriously, it had know, no I, place to go but up. Yeah, who put it in there in the first place? Where was it? Was eight thousand? So if you have a four hundred one k, did you do really well under Bush or really well under Obama? And then Very and Nancy Pelosi being the, the I, I just speaker said, of the House, hey, listen, had what to do with listen, that? Listen, by the way, oh. I know I don't. And then I, the story no, changes. Na, na, no, no, Nancy I Pelosi digress. should go. Yeah, I totally agree. She but we have to pass to the bill you had, you so that you can uh, find out what is in it. And, and Nancy Pelosi should go. Nancy right. Pelosi should right. go. Okay. I agree. I think, I think she's gone. I think and she's gone. Now that we have a, Repu- we have a Republican House, we have a Republican Senate, we have a Republican President, and things are great in this country. Uh, you didn't hear me, but I just said the four-fifths of the population, their actual income's gone down. I just said, you missed the good part of the show. I just said that. Fourth of the population. Hey, hey I know Thank facts you, are inconvenient. <laughs> Thank you, Max. Now you're kicking me out. You don't uh, love me anymore. Not only are we kicking you out, uh, we're, we're, we're hit hit the door. Green eggs and hams were red on the Senate floor. Are we, are we going to a break now, or am I just leaving? Don't worry, Jan. We're gonna kick this. We're kicking oh, this. Brent, we're, got people on we're kicking this Brent. This Brent hey, right out the door. Hey, I'm such a lovable commuter. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, or Jan. thank you, Max. I really appreciate you, sure, you sitting in and staying over sure. with this. No, uh, any, any time, and absolutely. I will buy you a beer. I'm going to come in early on your show you one can. day. You can. Yes, yes. Do I'm going to sit in, and we're going to chit-chat with your audience and, and you know, and Do you like IPAs? Oh, no, I don't, I don't do beer. beer. He doesn't? Nor does no. he get anywhere early. No. no. <laughs> I like them, Max. Don't do beer.
Do you drink? Oh, you drink scotch. I drink liquor. He drinks well, scotch. Long scotch is liquor. That's because I'm a man. Okay, well, I drink scotch. I have scotch at home. Oh, my phone is going off. All right, guys. Thank <laughs> All right. you for having me. Well, thank me. you, Max. I appreciate you staying Take over. Care. You have a wonderful rest of your weekend. When we come back. We're going to talk about the Texas Republican Party. We're going to talk about the good. We're going to talk about the bad. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Hello, this is Gerald Darty, and I'm the Precinct 3 County Commissioner here in Travis County, and you're listening to Come and Talk It. Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're back. We had to kick that Brit on out of here. Tired of hearing that accent. Get out of here. This is America. This is Texas, the Lone Star State. Get on back there to UK. We don't know none of that. That's why we won the war. That's why we kick your butts back across that water, sir. I know you can hear me in your vehicle. That's right. And and just so you know, Ted Cruz beat, beat Jimmy Kimmel in basketball, 11-9, fool. Who you playing with here? Don't talk about my senator. This is Texas, the Lone Star State. We're not standing for any of that stuff. All right, so now let's, let's get back to uh, talking about the Texas Republican Party, the convention. Uh, a lot of good things happen. I'm, I'm motivated. I feel so great from uh, leaving the convention. Uh, I'm very happy. Uh, it. You know, history was actually made. We actually had an opportunity for the law cabin Republicans to be in the convention, to have a meet and greet in the convention. And I think that's a big step forward. It's not exactly what we want. You know, there are more things I want, but you know what? We made history. We didn't have protests outside the building. There was no snatching of flags because, you know, this is Michael Cargill. We don't play that, and I carry. I carry three guns, and I wish someone would take a flag from my hands. So there was none of that stuff. So, no, there, it was civil. Uh, we had a great time. There was no one yelled at anybody. It was wonderful. Had a meet and greet. We also had a nice little function the night of that was packed. I thought the fire department was going to show up and shut us down, but luckily they didn't. Uh, it did get a little hot because we had a lot of people that were there. And so more people than we expected showed up to our after party, which was actually exciting. We had a lot of young conservatives, young Republicans, all showed up to support log cabin Republicans in our fight for uh, doing, uh, pushing the party to do the right thing. And so we're getting there. It's inch by inch. It's progress, you know, and we're in progress that's actually being made. So that's actually good. So let's go to Felicia. Felicia is with the Hill Country young Republicans, and she's going to talk to us about, you know, her take on how the convention actually came out. So, Felicia, get on up there to the mic and tell us about the the largest convention in the world, the Texas Republican Party convention. It was a lot. So, it was my first Republican Party convention. Um, I learned a lot. I also walked 20 miles, according to my Apple Watch. It buzzed me today and was like, you walked a lot last week. Did you want to reset your goals? I was like, definitely Part of that was Friday night. We're going from bar to bar. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag bar to bar to bar. (laughs) Yeah. We, I think we went to like four different... We could have gone uh, a different route, but instead we walked around the long way. But Never follow the I drunk digress. people in your group, guys. Never. Always map quest it or Google map it or Waze, whatever we do these days. No, it was really great. So I actually spoke to someone just before the show started about um, 
Texans for responsible marijuana policy, and the Republican Party made history. Um, Forbes already posted an article about it. If you're an article person, you can look it up. But we have four planks in our platform that grew from 266 to just under 330. Mm. Yes. It's going to be a Bible. It's going to be the Republican Bible. Wow. Mm -hmm. Got to start naming them. Job. Joseph. <laughs> Give Name the names. books of the Republican the Party platform. The books of the Republican um, Party. So says the Lord. No, so we have four planks in there. Most, if not all, were yes, with about 80% um, approval rate from the body of the convention. The first and probably the biggest for a lot of people is the decriminalization of marijuana. Ooh. So this means that if you were caught with um, an ounce or less of marijuana, your Second Amendment rights would not be infringed. And folks, that's a big, really big deal for the Republican Party to come online with this. We get the Democrats to come online. The Republican Party comes online. We may be ab able to actually decriminalize at best, you know, even legalize marijuana in the state of Texas. As goes Texas, will go the rest of this country. So they're actually already working um, on that at the congressional level to give the power to the states. But one of the other planks that we passed, and I'm sorry if I pause, I'm looking this all up on my phone. Um, uh, we did pass a platform a, or a plank about industrial hemp saying that we can start using that as a crop here in Texas to boost revenue so we don't have to continue to import everything from Canada because we prefer to be, obviously, um, self-sufficient. That's right. Scrolling through all of this information. To find a, there are a lot of planks two. there. There's a lot of stuff. Let me tell you. Um, you know what? And while you're looking through that, there was there was a little drama. A little drama on... on, on let's talk about the positives and then the negatives. You don't want to throw it in there real quick? Let's and then like go to build the them up and then we'll let them down. Okay, we want to tell you about the drama. We probably should have done it in reverse order, but hey, it's raining. We're just going to make you be pessimistic today. Oh, man, I can't even see. The, <laughs> I can't great. see downtown. <laughs> I can't see in the buildings downtown right now. There's rain. It's raining. That's a song. In case That's anyone does, didn't know the weather. <laughs> yeah. In case so, you're stuck on I-35 or you're on slow pack. Civil penalty, that would um, just make it up fine of $100, no jail time, and sixty to 70,000 people are arrested for marijuana offenses that would be um, cut out by changing from criminal to civil. Mm. That's less stress on our law enforcement. It's less stress on our jails. Saves us, the taxpayers, money. Let's stop jailing people for these uh, nonviolent crimes. It also calls See, the, that means that the Republican Party is thinking about the people that, you know, because who, who do these offenses actually affect the most? That's what you need to ask yourself. And so we're making this change. They're saying, you know, we need to start taking, about, taking care of everyone, you know. Definitely, you know, it's, it start just worrying about the people that are on that upper scale. Uh, the rich, we're starting taking care of the people that are on the bottom of the scale there. And so that as you bring up the ones at the bottom, you know, it makes everyone better. We also voted to expand the Compassionate Use Act. No, I agree with you. I didn't have anything else to say. <laughs> we also voted to expand the Compassionate Use Act um, that was passed by the Texas Ledge in 2015 um, to allow doctors to determine the appropriate use of cannabis to recommend to certified patients. Also called on the federal government to change cannabis classification um, saying that can, uh, Congress should remove cannabis from the list of Schedule 1 and move it to a Schedule 2. Mm. And those are the four. So it was really great. I got to go sit in on some testimony at the platform committee and see the passion that people had mm. for um, definitely medical 
medical medical marijuana being expanded and and further utilized in Texas, and then just the passion that people had for all of their all of their platform planks. And you think that we really need to do something before the convention next time? We actually should do some training. Oh my gosh, y'all! Let's do some parliamentary procedure training. Why do you say that? <laughs> because at one point we were trying to amend the plank and the platform talking about industrialized temp. And this poor, adorable little old woman, bless her heart. Don't you talk about my my Republican women. Got up there and said, how dare we have this in our plank? This is just a foot in the door so people can get high. I was like, they're going to smoke a rope. They have bigger problems. (laughs) Like, we have more things to talk about. And we weren't even voting on the plank about him. We were voting on changing the wording and the plank that we had already passed about hemp. So people just don't understand parliamentary procedure, and it probably already passed, and you're just talking about the word. Right. So the only motion that could have been made, well, after the amendment was passed or denied, was to move to strike. Mm. But it just just didn't happen. And uh, James Dickey, our newly reelected Republican Party of Texas chairman, was a great convention chairman. Um, We had some fun with it. But the honorable mention... The the winner, if Honorable? I had if I had to give an award to someone oh. of the entire convention, I would have to give it to the vice chair, Amy Clark. Amy, that is my girl. She that's my dog right is there. Is everything. Amy so Clark. she had the very unpleasant pleasure of chairing the elections for the Republican Party of Texas. I and, love uh, me some Amy Clark. Let me tell you, I uh, she's great. I'm, I'm sad that she's leaving us. Oh. She's not vice chair anymore, but Alma's going to do a great job. She Excited needs, to see where she, she does. She needs a spot in the Republican Party for the state of Texas somewhere because she needs held a spot it down. The Hall of Fame. Oh, of she does. Texas she held it down. No matter. And people booed at one point, and you know she held it together, and then she brought us all but back together again. They weren't booing Amy. They weren't Let's booing be her. Clear. They were just booing the process. They yeah. were just unhappy about the process. The, the other candidate for Republican Party of Texas chair. Bless her heart as well. Won nine SDs out of 22, forced a floor vote, or tried to force a floor vote, but first tried to do a minority report, which accomplished nothing, you know what, but wasted just, an hour and a half of our time. Let's just get to it. I just want to hear what she had to say, because this is, uh, what's her name? Cindy Ash. Cindy C- Crocker Ash. We actually, li- we actually had to sit through four hours of deciding whether or not the Texas Republican Party is going to be led by a Dickie or an Ash. It was four hours of this. I'm telling you right now. Uh, so let's listen to uh, Cindy Ash and, and her last speech that she had to make before people were going to decide, should I vote for Dickie or an Ash to lead the Texas Republican Party? I am running because I am deeply concerned about the future of this party, which will ultimately impact the future of this state. You deserve to know the truth. You deserve to have leadership that is above reproach because the only way we can advocate for our party's principles and our elected officials and candidates is to be known as people of our word. I have been, I've been accused of running a negative race and spreading mistruths, but every piece of information we've put out has been backed up 
overwhelmingly by evidence and support. In fact, if you missed it just a moment ago, our current accounting director, Jennifer Stoner, submitted her resignation minutes ago. Jennifer has been with the party for eight years. She was hired by Kathy Adams and proudly served under Steve Munisteri. She is known by every one of those state chairmen as a professional with unquestioned personal and professional integrity. According to Jennifer, she has resigned because in her entire time as accounting director, she has never seen the level of dishonesty, manipulation, and erroneous reporting that she has seen and that's when she was booed and you know that she yeah. has seen and, see, enough of that because you know you're this is your opportunity to bring the party together you didn't let it get to the meltdown part okay you want to get to the meltdown part no it's okay just post it on facebook later <laughs> so i can save it i don't know can we bring up the meltdown part <laughs> Okay. And so, you know, she she had this opportunity right then and there to say, you know what, I'm going to bring the party together. We're going to come together as one. I'm going to show them that I can lead this party. I can do a lot better. And she just totally melt down, got to the point where she threw a stapler in the in the back of the stage there and just walked yeah. out, grabbed a Texas tea and just stormed out and just lost her ever loving mind. She basically threw a timber tantrum backstage when the, um, after her speech, um, cause she went over time and she was arguing with them to get more time, but they wouldn't let her. So she, she doesn't need had more a temper tantrum. You had the same amount of time. You knew how much time you're going to have going yeah. in. You had the same amount of time as your opponent. So let's just get this done. Then you're delaying the process. There's multiple photos of her being potentially escorted out of the building. Not sure who the tall man in the back is, um, mm. but she definitely left the building. What do you call? What do you call security during the convention? Sergeant at Arms. Sergeant at Arms. This wasn't a Sergeant at Arms, though. Sergeant at Arms pass out ballots and tell you that you're being too loud. This was like, <laughs> he had one of the clear curly things in his ear. Oh, <laughs> this was the real security. Potentially, yeah. Um, but she left halfway be before voting was over and then won, almost, I mean, lost almost two to one. Ex and several SDs or Senate districts, if you don't know what SD She lost means. worse than the, the second round than the first round. Because she had a temper tantrum on stage. There's nothing more entertaining than an adult temper tantrum, let me tell you that. Yes, absolutely. I agree with you 100%. <laughs> you, know, you, you know, that's like I said, that was her opportunity to bring everyone together and say, you know, this is what we need to do. This is what I'm going to do for mm -hmm. you. Uh, let's move us forward. Let's uh, keep Texas red. You know, that's her opportunity. Everyone thought it stuff. was a concession speech at first, and then she went off the rails. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, well, you know, we so we after four hours, the, the Texas Republican Party got a chance to decide where they're going to have a dicky or an ash. And they decide to go for the dicky, uh, as always. <laughs> so, you know, I don't think that's a radio appropriate. Sorry, FCC. I'm not going to say. Anything. No, that's the name. <laughs> this is Michael Cargill and you are listening to Come and Talk It.
welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. See, now that song right there is supposed to calm me down. It's supposed to say, okay, Michael, let's just settle down. Let's, you know, we're going to close this show out, you know, real soon, another 30 minutes. So, you know, relax a little bit. But you know what? No, screw that. You know, because, you know, I was planning on hooking Janiah up, you know, with, with Drew. And Drew got cold feet. You know, he said, you know, I don't know. Because he is anti-gun. Wait, what? He anti-gun. is anti-gun. Yeah, he is anti-Second Amendment. Why are you trying to hook Janai up with a woman? Drew is, <laughs> he's Please not a woman. don't insult women. He's not a woman. He's hes definitely a man now. And so you know, I was going to hook her up. I said, you know he's what? He's anti-gun and he doesn't have 23-inch biceps. But I think you can change it. I think you have the power to change. Oh, I can change. Never date someone who to do anything. So to be clear, you're trying to give her a project. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a project. It's an experiment. A project, not a boyfriend. To bring him around. No one needs that. Oh yeah, yeah, because I I know she can do it. If anyone can do it, Janai can do it. That is my star, my star, my star right there. I'm telling you right now. All right, I'll I'll take the challenge. You'll take the challenge. All right. So you you let Drew know. I got something waiting for him. It's waiting on him. Let me tell you. All right, so we we got a lot to talk about. You know what? Yeah. And in in the um Cindy was talking about Jennifer. You know, she's saying Jennifer resigned and all this good kind of stuff. You know what, Jennifer? Don't let the doorknob hit you with the good Lord split you cuz you are replaced as of Monday. I know. Can I apply for that job? I'm you can't. I think you can apply for that job. Um, I think you would do it better. What's really funny is one of the things that the the Ash campaign was complaining about is James came in and fired everyone. Exa- well, well, homie's been there eight years, so he obviously didn't fire everyone. Come on, guys. Right. Like, if you're going to have an argument, at least make it a good one. He came in and he just fired everybody on day one, but I've been there for eight years. <laughs> you know? Sounds like you're lying. Something's not adding up. I don't want to call you a liar, but you're a liar. All right, so we we got a lot of stuff that's going on around the country that CNN is not reporting on, so we're going to bring it to you. For some reason, they're stuck on this Trump, 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 Trump this, Trump that, Trump this, Trump that, and they're not reporting the news. Uh, so there's this stuff that's uh, the ultrasonic noise that makes you sick. What's up with that, Zach? You mean to tell me that that there's noise in the building, noise coming from different uh, e- equipment, you know, different things like that that actually can affect, you know, your state of mind? Yeah, pretty much. So if you, you know, the reason people have migraines is because of this different noise level. It can be. So that can be used as a weapon. Yes, it could. It mm. already is. They have these uh, devices that are like speakers. Because apparently the U.S. the U.S. Embassy in Havana, Cuba, their researchers, you know, found that some of the people that actually work there are having problems with you know, ultrasound beams and sensors and things of that other devices that's actually causing dizziness and affecting the employees there. They do. <laughs> I know he's very chatty. He's like they do. <clears throat> All right, so uh, let's. You know, I'm moving really quick. I'm going to move real fast on this. And also, you have, uh, man. You know, fewer than one in twenty street robberies and burglaries are being solved by police in the UK. Yeah, they just don't get stuff done over there. I'm going to say that one more time, people. Do you not know that in the UK, the United Kingdom, and I should have brought this up while our Brit was here. Mm-hmm. You know, I apologize for not bringing it up for and I But I know he's sitting in his vehicle stuck in traffic right now on his way to uh, <clears throat> to his uh, his mansion that he <laughs> where his uh, uh, what his uh, trust fund wife lives. 
<laughs> that fewer than one in 20 street robberies and burglaries are being solved by police in the UK. And, and that's pretty high. Less than one in 20 street robberies and burglaries are being solved in the UK. Official police data shows that just 4% of robberies and 3% of burglaries were solved in England and Wales in 2017. Yeah, street robberies, that's where they come up and they take something from your person. Yeah, because you even have the secretary of uh, of the, the Homeland Secretary. Our yeah, equivalent, the the for, Home Security Secretary. Equivalent to our Homeland Security yeah. Secretary, right. Uh -huh. So he actually was on the street and some, some guys came up in the moped and robbed him. Yeah, they basically waited for him to pull out his phone and then they sped by and grabbed his phone out of his hands. This is a politician. They took his personal phone. And just sped off. And the thing about moped robberies, moped crime in the UK is the police have a stand down order. So if some criminal does something and they're on a moped, police cannot follow them for risk of injuring them. And, and in he a said, chase. he goes, it's, it's, it's completely unacceptable. This policy has stepped up action to tackle it, but we need to do more. He is working on, he's working on a review to give cops more power to pursue moped thugs without fear. Senior officers say that they are hampered by health and safety rules that stop them giving chase if crooks remove crash helmets. Yeah, Crazy. so if somebody on a moped takes their helmet off, Whoa, cops better stop chasing them. They might hurt them. They That's might get a know. head injury. Good to know. Uh-huh. So okay. next time you commit a moped crime. Take your helmet off. Yeah, if you're in the UK, well, take your helmet off. They can't chase you. I'm just, I, you know, to defend Scotland Yard here, it's got to be difficult to solve all these crimes going on when you're busy arresting people for memes. Uh, dictating what rap groups can and can't put on their albums mm. and staying outside of a hospital to make sure a baby dies. So, Ooh. you know, it's got to be hard to, to do your job when the state's asking you to kill its citizens and, uh, you know, arrest people for making jokes or memes online. When you're so busy infringing on all the citizens, it's hard to solve actual crimes. Yeah, yeah. And they're not hiring as many police officers as they've done in the past. You know, because in 2010, they had 134,000, almost 135,000 uh, law enforcement officers in 2011, it went down to 129. In 2012, it went down to 124. In 2013, it went down to 120. In 2014, 118. 2015, 115. Now in 2017, it's at 111,000 law enforcement officers. So they need to hire more police and they need to stop worrying about, like you said, these little peddly little crimes and start going after the real criminals. And stop worrying about what I'm posted on Facebook in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and you have you, all this crazy stuff. You know, you have um, in January, a moped thieves carrying knives robbed the like an express, uh, like a little little store there. The two moped riding thieves spent uh, an entire day robbing people in, in Cambridge on J January 24th. Members of the public, including 80 year old grandmother an 80 year old grandmother intervened when when would be robbers attempted to steal the moped of a man in. Uh, it's just, it's just crazy. Uh, on February the 4th, a man is stabbed after he fought back against moped robbers in Oxford. You know, crime is actually going crazy there. You know, uh, maybe you need a gun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> May, a uh, knife, at least. Uh, uh, something. Yeah, yeah, at least give them a knife. Uh, give the people the, the tools so they can protect themselves. You know, my goodness, why do we have God? God says, hey, I'm going to give you these tools so that way you can take your own personal safety in your own hands. 
Well, let's go back to Felicia. All right, so Felicia, we're talking about the the Texas Republican Party. We're talking about the convention, okay, mm-hmm. and uh, and how that stuff came out. We're talking about the uh, marijuana, changing the word from hemp, or changing it to hemp or from hemp? Neither. Neither? We are supporting using hemp um, for industrial purposes and having that be a crop in the state of Texas so that we do not have to continue to import 100% of our hemp needs from Canada. Okay. And then there's some negative stuff, you know. There's some stuff, <clears throat> yeah, that, you know, that the law cap Republicans were, you know, we're not necessarily trying to change a whole bunch, you know, maybe just a word here and there, Um but there's just some th- some stuff that I think personally, not the law count Republicans, but me personally, I think is offensive uh, and that we need to stop worrying about. Stop worrying about what people are doing in their bedrooms. You know, those are not the things that the state, the government, the people need to worry about. You shouldn't worry about what happens in my four walls. You know, yeah, Plank 316 says homosexual behavior. We affirm God's biblical design for marriage and sexual behavior between one biological man and one biological woman, which has proven to be the foundation for all great nations in the Western civilization. It also says that we oppose homosexual marriage regardless of state of origin. We urge the Texas legislature to pass religious liberty protections for individuals, businesses, and government officials who believe marriage is between one man and one woman. You know, and and this is just something that the government should not be worried about. We don't need to spend those type of resources to worry about what's happening in my four walls. And you know what? I got a I got a second amendment right that's gonna defend that. I got a gun that says yeah. I got a gun that says you're not coming in my bedroom mm-hmm. to tell me exactly what I can and cannot do. We did not get as far um on LGBTQ plus rights as we wanted. Um I I did watch platform testimony and I probably sat there and watched about thirty five people testify. Mm. Out of the thirty five It was like two to one. Out of thirty five, over half of those were pro LGBTQ plus rights. Only two people spoke against. Mm. And most of them spoke against on having that type of sex education in elementary schools. Which does not exist. Exactly. Which they're a bunch of liars. <laughs> yeah. So they pretty much got out there and testified so, and lied. I do have to say that my favorite plank, thank you, Republican Party of Texas, is plank 283. That says we oppose the use of women in military combat units. Mm. You're telling me you don't want me on the front lines and I'm in a bad mood and people are trying to mess with America? Hey, if you can, if you, if you can pass the test, if you can go through the training, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to Not do the to job. Not to mention, combat units is so broad. That means no women medics. Hey, if you can do the job, hey, go for it. Yeah, and so I, I tried to get that one um, stricken from the platform, but unfortunately because one of the rules that we had passed to make up for the time that all, that Cindy Ash wasted... Um, we did not have time to get to that section of the platform. Because unfortunately, we spent four hours deciding whether or not we're going to have a Dickie or an Ash to, re- to lead the party. He wants that on a T-shirt. It's like the quote of the week. <laughs> um, I'm trying to make sure some media outlet carries this later on down the do- during the week. <laughs> so I I looked up a couple other a uh, couple other planks, and there's plank 140 is gender identity. That says the official position of the Texas schools with respect to chant with respect to transgenderism is that there are only two genders, male and female. Um, Homosexuality, 256. We believe there should be no granting of special legal entitlements or creation of special status for homosexual behavior, regardless of state of origin. And we oppose any criminal or civil penalties against those who oppose 
homosexuality out of faith, conviction, or belief in traditional Which values. one was that? 256. They're in the group text. And then you have uh, 140, gender identity. The official position of the Texas schools with respect to transgenderism is that there are only two genders, male and female. I actually, yeah. I actually don't have a problem I with that. I read that one. I don't have a problem with that I don't either. have a problem with that at all. Because I think that's actually true. Um, you have a male and female. There's no other, all this other in stuff in between and whatever. I thought there's 55 different mm, genders. Yeah, there's yeah. a male, male what, and female. What was really disappointing is that one of our legislative priorities, unfortunately, does include some verbiage. And don't send me any hate to, mail. Don't send any letters to my house. Okay? Because I'm not changing my mind on that. I was just talking. No, not you. I'm talking to them. I don't get any hate mail to my house. Don't call the shop and and crank call us and all this other stuff. There's only two genders, male and female. Um, one of our legislative priorities actually includes a verbiage from last year's bathroom bill. So it looks like that fight may not be over in the Texas legend. If we waste any more taxpayer dollars on talking about where people can pee, I'm going to be really upset <laughs> because this is just ridiculous. But that is one of the RPT's um, legislative priorities. There's some verbiage. And there's a lot of stuff about abortion as well. There is. All right, so when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about that. Uh, this is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk. Peace, this is Maj Touré. You're listening to Come and Talk Radio with Michael Cargill. Listen to Talk 1370 anytime, anywhere on the Radio.com app. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. I know a place. Mm, I got a happy place. Ain't nobody Where's your happy place? Central Texas Gunworks. Ain't nobody that's right. All right, so we're we're talking about the Texas Republican Party, and we got into a little argument on the break there. We're talking about abortion, and and so guns and abortion. I just love talking about that kind of stuff. It just gets people going. So tell me, Janai, what's your stance on uh, go. Uh, abortion? What is my stance on abortion? Yeah. Personally, personally, I, I am um, pro-choice. Why? I, I, but I will say this. I don't think, I, I think What about should, the baby? I agree, right? But I don't think it's for me to make moral decisions for everybody in the world. Correct. Okay. I agree. So I don't think it should be in the political realm. And I've never, and I know that one of the main reasons it continually is, is because of Planned Parenthood who likes to say that they don't, you know, use their money for abortions. And they do. Right. Um, that's all they preach. And, and that's the problem. But Hashtag if, shot your abortion. Exactly. If we eliminate that, where taxpayer look, I don't want to pay for someone else's abortion. I'll be the first to say so that. So it shouldn't be funded by the government. Is no, what you're I don't. I don't think so. I should. I think it should be completely out of the political realm, completely. But personally, is it a state issue? I think it should quit being discussed. I, I don't like, hear you unless you're talking manner. to the mic. I don't. Why even is it think, a state like, issue, Felicia? We're not asking if. Um, I don't know if someone can go get uh, plastic surgery or whatever. Why are we even keeping it? It's a medical issue. And other, everybody has a different opinion on, on abortions. And I think they certainly should do what whatever they feel is the best thing to do. I don't think it should be. I mean, I don't know. You know I'm a man. I'm a man. What all. do I know? 
Nothing. My job is just to pay child support. There's a lot of there's mm. a thankfully you don't have that problem either way. <laughs> like you could, bro. Me. So so can I opt out of paying child support then? See, and that's crickets, what I will crickets, agree crickets. with you. See, yeah. that's you part of the problem. And hubby have a baby, then I think we may have can a bigger I, conversation look here, here. Look here. Can I opt out of paying child support? No, y'all are women. You can't no, answer that's what this I'm question. Saying. No, no, if I, I don't can. have a uterus. If I don't have a uterus and I can't talk, can I opt out of paying child support? I think often um, uh, there's going to be some females that might get upset with me. I think the females kind of want to do it both ways, and mm -hmm. I think it's unfair. It, you know, there's some mm -hmm. women, not all, that mm -hmm. will get pregnant, and the guy doesn't even get a choice in the matter. She, mm -hmm. Granted, he's an adult and should kind of make sure, but things happen. I don't think that um, somebody should be forced um, because then if you flip it, then he should have the right to say whether she can get an abortion. It's his child. Mm -hmm. But they can't. They can only decide. What, they so can't make any decision. You're kind of stuck right now. Exactly. You're, you're stuck on which direction you should go. It's, it's a very, that's why I don't think it's it should be in the situation. political realm at all. It shouldn't all. be politics. It should be a family matter. Family matter. Between it, you and your God. That's right. That's but right. Some it should be treated what, the same what about way. those people that say that it's murder? It's murder. Um, Hashtag murder. I don't have anything to say red, about that. Red room. Red room. That that's getting really tough as well red because room. we have so many cases where uh, babies are being born earlier and earlier that are then living and surviving. Mm -hmm. uh, so it really gets into a weird point of like, is it when it's there's a heartbeat? Is it? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's it's a dispute. A when hard, is it viable? When so now we're heen and hawing now. Outside of the womb. So now we don't know. Yeah, that's. The, I that's think that I, this is one of the toughest conversations that ever comes into politics. It is very tough because you, you, it, you have to start digging into personal parts of people that typically don't come into the political realm. You know, if you're sexually assaulted and a pregnancy yeah, ensues, and do you want to carry around a reminder of the worst thing that ever happened to you? For What's that, months? like one-tenth of a percent of cases, right? It, it, yeah. I mean, but it happens. The mind okay, is churning. so it's like so the mind is churning. Yeah, of course. Go for it. <clears throat> Step up to the mic. I knew you couldn't resist. I knew we were going to get you in there. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a fun conversation. I appreciate it. Um, come, on, come on, Harvey. What you got? <laughs> well, you were talking about who speaks for the, the life of the child. Yes. Um, you think the mother does. Yeah. I'm curious. Uh, it You know, that they are united as one until mm. a, a birth happens. Um, it's in the mother. You know, so the, the baby agrees, is, Mom, go ahead and just cut it off and let me go. Um. I, I don't think the baby has an opinion at that time. Uh, I don't think my understanding, and I'm not well-versed on current abortion legislation. I think in um, many states, there are distinctions between first, second, and third trimester, mm -hmm. uh, gradations of what is considered a permissible abortion based on the development of the fetus. Um, now, what rights do the man have? I think because we don't have a uterus. Correct. Uh, I, I mean, I think once there is a child growing in a woman's body, mm -hmm. um, it's in her body. It's that's her choice. So we should be able to opt out of child support. Uh, I think you should wear a condom. Ooh, <laughs> that goes both ways. Yeah, maybe it does. And I, you know, both people we, are responsible for that. Yeah, I think it takes that's two true. to mingle. I think I think that's true. But I I think that. Um, 
you know, people talk about being grown-ups, you know, this is a grown-up act. It should happen between two people. Um, I think if you're being really safe about it, you should, like, you should know how a person intends to proceed should you become pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're really afraid of it before engaging in a sexual act. So he doesn't have a choice because he didn't wear a condom, but she does. Unfortunately, yes, I think so. Wow. Uh, Why is that unfortunate? Uh, because I think that... I need, the, your, I need your man card. Uh, I, well, I think that there are... It is an extremely complex situ- situation, and that's why there is so much con- so the, conversation. So the man gets to suck it up. The woman has choices. Uh, I, I think once, once uh, an embryo exists, it's in the it's in the woman's body, and I don't think uh, anyone outside of her should have an opportunity to dictate how she chooses to proceed. And he has there. no way out. Not after they've had sex. So I have a question. So in actually the new Republican Party of Texas platform, which you can actually find online at texasgop.org if you want to read through the over 300 planks that your party is supporting. Mm-hmm. Um, it says we support re- repeal of the physician homicide exemption um, unless it is absolutely required to save the life of the mother. So that means that doctors who perform abortions can be charged with homicide. Agreed or disagree? Directed at me? Yeah, Harvard. Come directed on. at anyone with a mic in front of them. <laughs> uh... I with I mean honestly you got to look at the you got to look at what the law says and if the law says that it's uh, well they want to repeal the law so we're uh, thinking outside the so law right the, now the, the current law in Texas Texas says, Penal Code Section nineteen point oh six says that protects a physician, doctors who perform exempt uh, uh, perform a, abortions okay um, I'm comfortable with that Rep- you want to repeal it or you think they should be protected. Um, I think based on the decision in Roe v. Wade that, you know, we are permitting abortions at a federal level, then, yeah, doctors should be protected. Michael? So if we, if we um, go ahead and pull the, bot, the baby out and the baby lives, that means that baby wanted to live. What are you talking about? Uh, yeah, I, I didn't follow. We're talking yeah. about doctors. I, I know, but I'm just, I'm going back. I'm going back a little bit. We got okay. two minutes left. So the baby's in the body. Mm-hmm. And we go to pull the baby out to do mm-hmm. an abortion, mm-hmm. and instead we give put it on life support. The baby lives. That means that baby wanted to live. So that baby wanted to live. Okay. The mother did not. So that changes things a little bit. Wow. Because as, as he said, mm-hmm. younger and younger, mm-hmm. babies are surviving. Mm-hmm. You know, at, at younger, you know, time in the womb. Mm-hmm. So... It changes things a little bit. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I think the perhaps progressively earlier viability of a fetus will only make the conversation more challenging. Right. Um, I think it will produce a need to continually re-exam, to continually re-examine the legislation around uh, what is considered a permissible abortion versus not. Um, I just hate that, you know, we put all that, you know, the lady gets all the choices and the man has none. You know, yeah, he, that, he doesn't get a, an opportunity to opt out. That, that's where I opt disagree. Opt out of what? Like, it, like, she can she, opt out. Why can't he? Like, opt out of what, Opt though? out of child support. Like, the say pregnancy. He, yeah. The pregnancy. She can decide whether the baby lives or dies, right? And then, so let's say hypothetically, 
someone gets pregnant, she doesn't want the abortion, and this happens, I'm sure, often. She doesn't want the abortion. She's going to have the baby. The guy didn't want a child, mm -hmm. and so he's not going to tell. He can't tell her you have. To, he can't force her to have an abortion, mm -hmm. but he should be able to opt out of paying child support. And, and unfortunately, we we'll have to take this conversation up later when we come yeah. back you know, to another show. Uh, as always, you know what we should do. You know, in sake of uh, Tide Pods and school shootings, I think we should abort a lot of kids, but that's just me. <laughs> More guns Yikes. equals less crime. Go out and buy yourself a gun. You've been listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.